What are they working on? I don't know. I think it's that that uh, chai house. Oh, it's late. Yeah. What if I went out there and was like, what are you doing? They would say, what? What does it look like I'm doing? Just man? hammering. I'm hammering. I'm hammering away. Yeah. I knew you need to do your podcast. <laughs> so I decided I would start hammering now. Jason. And together we believe in intentional dreaming for international living. We left our lives and family in small town Iowa to move overseas. And now as it becomes a reality, we want to share our adventures and our experiences along the way. Let's say that last part together. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Take seven. (laughs) 20. Take 20 for our 20th episode. Oh yeah. Great. Yep. So we are still in Izmir. The City of Angels. No. What? No, I guess that's Los Angeles. Yeah, so we we live here. Mm. It, it is official. So there are at least two angels. Um, Our guardian angels. What? Our guardian angels. Mm. Yeah, so we live here. <laughs> this is terrible. We live here, and uh, Jason has some really fun news to announce. Because he can stay here for a lot longer oh. than his 90-day visa. Yeah. Yeah, I got my residence permit. Did we talk about this on the podcast? We chatted briefly. Yeah. So anyway, there there had been a bunch of problems with my application in the system. Like, for whatever reason, it was all in the computer, but it couldn't print. I couldn't print my application. They couldn't print my application. They couldn't print my like confirmation that the application had been printed. Then, but this is the piece of paper. Like this confirmation is the thing you need in order to like be here. Or I think you can. I think technically you're allowed to be here, but you can. You can't like prove it to anybody, and so you can't show it to police if the police stop you, which we've never had happen. But you also can't couldn't get back into the country without it and you can leave for up to two weeks during this period anyway i couldn't they couldn't print my piece of paper and so what they did is they just moved me to the top of the list to get my card and so i got my card in the mail nice little shiny card which is pretty helpful oh we should add it to our to-do list to register our phones. Yes, we should. Yeah, now that I have, there's lots of things, including like registering your iPhones with the with the government that uh, you have to do, but you have to have this like foreign ID number and you don't get that until you get your permit. But now that I have mine, we can do that. So, so much power. Yeah. <laughs> so much power. Yeah. Anyway. Like literally, literally everything that we really need to do or want to do takes this card. Yeah. Or this number. It just, it makes it so much easier that we now have a number. Mm -hmm. And maybe everyone can track us. That's fine. As long as we can actually Uh, do this They can do it anyway. They can track us anyway. Yeah. So it'll be great. It's good. So yeah, that's that was a pretty bright spot in the last few weeks that happened. Right. I um I do not have mine. No, but you have your piece of paper, which is just as good, kind of. 
Right. I can still leave the country and I have the official documents that says I can come back in. Not a big deal. Mm -hmm. So I am patiently waiting on mine and it should come in the next three or four months. Basically, them accepting our application should get us a visa, (laughs) but you just never know. And well, yeah. I we have no reason to think you you wouldn't. So. Right. So hopefully that will that will come. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that is great. Yeah. So that's our fun some fun visa updates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than that, we are slowly making our home a home. Yeah, it's getting there. It is slowly and surely, but it's it's nice. Like now we have dishes <laughs> for <laughs> our kitchen mm-hmm. and it's really helped us to feel a lot more settled settled it really has yeah now if we can only take showers right if we can only <laughs> take showers um so update on the gas when we talked last time we were still waiting and we had an appointment um we also started a language school this week which we'll talk about in a little little bit but um, the language school is in the morning, and it's actually pretty close to, to our apartment. And so we thought we would go to, because we didn't, well, we kind of knew what time they were coming, but we, you know, appointments aren't always really firm. So we thought, well, we'll go to our class, and they will call when they arrive or right before they come, and we can run over and um, meet them here. But we were in class all morning, didn't hear anything, and when we got back at around noon or one o'clock, there was a note on the door that said they had come and we weren't here. And so then with like no other instructions whatsoever. Right. So let's clarify. One, there is kind of an expectation that they just come and you just need to be there. But we were also told that, oh, they'll call. They'll call. Yeah. Or they'll come and that they'll call. Like very specific instruction that they will call. So while we thought maybe one of us should stay home, we were also told they will call. I didn't even think about it on the day of. Yeah, which is why we decided to go to class instead of just having one of us wait at home. Yeah. So there's error on both sides. It's more on the side of us just deciding to go to class. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But anyway, we eventually through some phone calls and for some help of some friends, eventually got an appointment rescheduled. And so Thursday, we will not leave the house at all. Right. <laughs> until they come. Yeah. This whole process is really interesting because a lot of Turks that I talk to just say, oh, they'll just come like a week later. Mm-hmm. If, if you miss them, they'll come later. Apparently, Turks don't miss these appointments because someone is always at their house waiting. Mm-hmm. And I think if we had a lot of buildings have cottages which are like doormen but they're they're not just doormen they're kind of like the building manager they help out and i think if we if our building had one the cottage could have you know helped or called us or you know something oh maybe but we don't have one so oh well anyway we will we are making do and hopefully this week everything will get turned on and our home will be well not complete there are still things that need to be fixed but So I can just say that we are thankful that we decided to buy a picnic topu. Mm -hmm. I always think that I'm saying that wrong. I think it's right. Basically, it's a miniature gas tank that you can. Yeah, they have them in the states too. Whatever you need to. Yeah, it's like a camping stove. Yeah. Yeah, and so we just use that to cook. (laughs) Yeah, we use it to cook. We put it on top of our nice new stove and we cook food. Yeah. Not using your stove. 
second funny story that we have about this whole gas, getting gas in our house process is that we figured out that our stove does not use gas. <laughs> it actually uses electricity. Yeah. Some, a guy came to like install something on our stovetop, which we already had, but he had like, he just like pulled out our stove and I noticed, oh, there's no pipes connected to it. And I'm like, it's electric? It's like, yeah, it's electric. <laughs> so we could have been using it for two weeks, but. So we have used it many times. Yeah, a couple times so yeah. far. Yeah, it's been really, really nice. I made falafel last night and bought some french fries and baked them. And they were great. Mm. You did a good job on that. Thank you. So the big thing that happened this week is that we started language school. Um, there is a language school nearby, a Turkish language school, called the, I'm not actually sure what they call themselves, but it's like E-Y-E or I, I don't know if it's an abbreviation and if it's an abbreviation, what it stands for, but it's like Turkish Language Center. And it's nearby, it's really um, informal. It's very small, private, and a lot of people use it for um, like holidays. There are people, believe it or not, that think the best idea of a vacation is to go to a foreign country and sit in a classroom for half the day learning that language. It's kind of it, strange. It <laughs> baffles me. Yeah. Like truly baffles me. Yeah. So there's like a handful of Germans and a Greek guy and uh, an American girl who's living in Bolivia. No. Bulgaria. Bulgaria and just a Swede, not Swede, the Dutch person, you know, just kind of a handful of people who come and just learn Turkish. And then there's a couple who actually do live in Izmir too. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, it's a good school. It didn't start out super well for uh, Katie. <laughs> what are you trying to say there? Well, usually if you have a good day at school, you don't cry all night. Yeah, I I was having a really hard time. I was putting a lot of pressure on myself. Yes, you were. Yeah. And I realize that now. It was not a very good first day. Mm -hmm. Because most of what we did in class was a review worksheet and you could use any grammar that we could ever have learned. And I hadn't learned some of the grammar. Yeah. So on the first day, we took a placement test. And this placement test was 100 questions and they were multiple choice. And it was basically testing you on a bunch of just Turkish grammar. And Katie and I both got about the same score, which was what was like 40% or something. I have, I know. I just think there was 40 that were right. There was like 200 questions on here though. No, there's only a hundred. And so that, that qualified us for both of us for the intermediate class. Great job, babe. And I told them when they said that, I'm like, no, <laughs> I need to be in the beginner class. Well, it turned out the beginner class was like starting with ABCs or um, ABC, ABJs. Is that what they say? Sure. ABJs? Mm -hmm. And so that was too easy. So I went to the elementary class, which is like right perfectly at my level. Um, and so it turned out really well. But so the reason is that Katie got 40 right because she knew the answers. I got 40 right Not because, necessarily. I, because I'm really good at taking tests and really good at guessing. And so I knew enough about the language and the grammar in order to like figure out through deduction or a process of elimination, like get it down to a 50% chance or, or figure out what the answer is, even though I had no idea like what the sentence was saying or what the answers was saying. But based on some of the rules of Turkish grammar that I knew, I knew that C was the right answer. Anyway... So Katie was in the intermediate class and I was in the elementary class. Yeah. And it was a little too intermediate for 
her first day. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> a little bit. Uh, but I think the problem was is that I didn't understand what it was going to look like. I didn't understand like the direction we were going on how we were going to learn new grammar or learn anything new because all we were doing were these worksheets. Mm-hmm. And come to find out, they do use a mixture of books, which they don't give you. It would be really nice if we could actually have them with us. And it's not necessarily like a month-long program. It's just a week-by-week thing. Yeah. And so it really depends on who's in the class and how fast everyone goes. But once I learned how they systematically go through uh, teaching Turkish to whoever's in the class, then I understood while I, why I was having problems. And I'm still in the upper class, but I feel a little bit better about it. And I'm going to get some supplemental help. But Mm -hmm. it was basically Jason's in the second book class and they're on the second half of the second book. I'm in the third book and the third book they're already halfway through. So everything that we had just, we had, we are working on all the review worksheets that we were doing the first day were all on the first half of this third book, which is grammar that I'm not super keen on and not have not really dived into. And Mm -hmm. so I was, once I understood that like I really hadn't learned this grammar, then we had a really hard discussion on should I just be in your class? Should I continue on with, with this class that I'm in? And I think um, they do no testing on speaking skills, speaking or understanding. The only test that they do is this written test. The placement. Right. Yeah. And so when it comes to like listening and speaking, I I fit in just fine with my with the class. It just some of the grammar um is just a little bit behind. Yeah. So it it was interesting. It was a it was a really hard first day. Mm-hmm. And I did not want to go back. Yeah, but you stuck it out, and now, now you like stuck it. it at, stuck it out. We've made some friends. It's gotten better, and we went ahead and said, let's just commit to three weeks, and mm-hmm. then we can change our minds about what we want to do. We can either continue on or not continue on. Yeah, and we'll see. I think at this point, I'll probably at least continue on, but we'll see. Yeah, and so uh, we did talk about having some supplemental help with, our class because while our class is helpful, there's still other people in it. And so we might not get as much speaking time in as we would like. So yeah, we actually are we going to use language helpers to help us practice some of the grammar that we're learning in class, but mm-hmm. to also um, work with us on situations and how to ask good questions and explain ourselves when we're in certain scenarios like Mm -hmm. going to the post office or going to the grocery store and needing a specific item or having the hot water guy come Mm -hmm. over the gas people come over and making sure i know those vocabulary words yeah so that's gonna actually start this week so i'm i'm anxious to see how that works together i think it'll be pretty good yeah yeah there we really like that it's close yeah, that's a big deal for, for me anyway, because I have to continue to do work as well. And so one of the other schools that was an option, it's more formal. Um, it's more prestigious. I don't know. Um, it's on the other side of the city. And so it'd probably be f- 45 minutes there and back. 
no, 45 minutes there and 45 minutes back um, every day. And that's just like an hour and a half of my day that I'm traveling instead of working. And so right now, um, this school will be pretty quick. It takes us maybe 10, 15 minutes to walk there. Um, we are going to get bicycle soon and then it'll be you know, a five minute bike ride. And so that'll be a lot better because then I can just zip over to school and zip back and, and work, still work during the day. And so it's be good. Yeah, we're... We think that it's a good option for us, at least with some of the flexibility um, that it provides. And Yeah, at least for now. Yeah. Yeah, it's been good. Mm-hmm. So any updates on your work and how you're feeling about work in school? Well, we'll see. Um, we started, since we started a class this week, I took the week off from work, <laughs> mostly, um, from my major client that I'm working at right now. And so it's been, we were at school, but kind of the rest of the time I was, we were able to just study or just have some downtime. And so I'm going to have to be a lot more disciplined starting tomorrow. And so it's kind of late here now. And so we're going to have to just wrap this up pretty soon and get to bed and wake up bright and early, kind of talk through a schedule of how I can um, get work in and fit in Turkish and, and whatnot. So it'll take some discipline, but it'll be good to kind of have maybe a pretty more strict routine um, instead of a little bit of loosey-goosey stuff as it's been for the last couple of months. Yeah. So it it will be interesting to see how this week differs from last week. Yeah. And Not in a bad be... way, just in a, like, it's just going to be harder. and Yeah, more tiring. Yeah. And I think you'll be tired. And so. Yeah. And because I can't actually help you with your work, how can I, like, I just keep thinking, how can I help and be supportive during the day? What are things that I can do that can help you? Yeah. Um, not exactly out. sure if there is anything. <laughs> <laughs> but probably just making sure that we have lunch and dinner and some things like that. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. And it won't be forever. I mean, at worst, if it's terrible, if I just can't find the time, um, we only have to do it two weeks that we've paid for this language school. And so we've talked about we haven't actually talked to them about this, the school, um, but we've talked about doing like maybe a week on for classes and a week off for classes or, or something like that. And then potentially that would allow me to do have like have like a light week of work and then a heavy week of work or, you know, something something like that to make it more manageable. But we'll see. Yeah. And the language helpers that we have um, have actually worked um, doing a different type of method of language learning called GPA. It stands for something. Can't seem to remember it right now. I'm not sure I've ever known. Uh, I think it's like Greg Thomas something something something. <laughs> Our friend Eric talked about it actually in one of his responses about if him and his wife would actually take language together or separate. Um, and he gave, he actually said that he would want to work with hopefully a married couple and then become friends with them as well and then have them work with like him work with the husband and then his wife work with the wife of their friends too and just for cultural reasons for speaking reasons and that's actually what Jason and I are doing mm-hmm. um but I think what he was asked was talking about was doing a GPA method full time and Jason and I will do something like that with our language helper as we practice through language. But yeah, it's 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 not something since we already have some of the language, 
Um, we don't necessarily need to start at the beginning of this GPA method. We're going to kind of be further along in in the method as we work with them. Yeah. Um, but basically GPA is you you listen, you absorb, you immerse yourself in the language. It's not necessarily – some people are strict on don't speak the language until a certain time, but um, I would say – it's not always very helpful, especially if nobody speaks English and you need to get things from the store. But you listen and then you listen and repeat certain words. And then a lot of what you're learning is auditory. It's just listening, repeating, yeah. listening and repeating. They don't, actually, they don't actually teach you grammar. Right. So they, it's a, a lot of the grammar is just inherited. Like you just kind of. That's the idea. You're yeah, just supposed you to, just you're just pick, supposed up to it. pick it up, pick up on it. Well, I mean, there is some like pretty direct like you, he, she type grammar. Yeah, but I do this. You do this. Yeah. They do this. But it's not because still. you're writing it down on a piece of paper and then trying to speak it. It is you're, yeah. you're hearing somebody use the subject with the conjugations. Yeah. Anyway. It's, it's really interesting, actually. So, and it's a method that I actually prefer to what we're doing right now. Mm. And so... I'm excited that I have a mixture of it, but I'm, I'm more or less, I'm excited that I, I have someone who is already familiar with that mm-hmm. part as well. But I'm glad that we have language helpers who know one another and can maybe work together to help us improve our language <laughs> as yeah. well. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see see how it works out. So that'll be, I'm, I'm going to meet with, with mine two times a week and Katie will meet with her three times a week. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, it's just, it's another thing in the schedule to to work through. So it'll be a busy week. Yeah. Yeah, but it'll be good. So. It will be. So one of the things we did a couple weekends ago um, was we went down to um, there's there's a town pretty. It's like an hour away called Kushadasa, which means um, like Bird Island. <laughs> Um, but, uh, it's not an island. I wonder, oh, there is an island there. I wonder if there's a lot of birds on it. Maybe. I don't know. We didn't go there. (laughs) But anyway, it's pretty close to the ruins of Ephesus. It's just a town a little further away, but we met some friends there who were on a Mediterranean cruise and it ported in Kushadasa. And so we drove down there, met them and went up to see the ruins, um, of Ephesus, which are, Great. I think, did he say it was the biggest open air museum in the world or maybe the second biggest or something? Yeah. One of the biggest. Yeah. I think the other one is in Rome. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's huge and just a bunch of ruins. And they said they only have like 10% or 20% or 40%. I don't know. 20%. 20% of it actually uncovered that there's still, the majority of the city is still yet to be uncovered, but they don't. I mean, it just takes a lot of time and a lot of money to to do those kinds of things, and so they haven't done it, and it probably probably will never. Um, but there's still lots to see. Um, there's a huge library, a huge coliseum, um, these really cool mosaics. Uh, it was it was really cool. We I had, had been um, many years ago, um, and Katie had been as well, um, but the people we were with hadn't seen it before, and um, it was it was really fun to see. Well, and there was some additional parts to it. You can pay an extra 10 lira to go in and see some covered area. And they've done a lot of work to uncover some of the like wealthy middle class houses that were built up into the side of the mm-hmm. the 
hill with like really elaborate mosaics and, and frescoes frescoes and stuff yes. uh, no, was, no frescoes there was a little bit of paintings yeah a little bit but mostly just like mosaics like tiles and yeah stuff. it was extremely impressive yeah um and it was something really unique to see yeah and when i was there it was like literally buried under a hill yeah like there was no construction there at yeah. all but I mean, literally buried under a hill. Like, that's the part that, that impresses to me. It's just like a dirt dirt pile, and then underneath of it is just all of these mosaics and beautiful things, and yeah, it's, it's just mind-blowing. Yeah, it's really interesting. So just seeing that, like, makes me wonder what's underneath the rest of the surrounding areas. Yeah, we might never find out. Yeah, there's a lot of biblical history with Ephesus as well. And so mm-hmm. if you're familiar with any stories in Ephesians and Acts, uh, there's a few references there to Ephesus. And also um, the book of Revelation was written to seven churches. And so one of the churches is the church in Ephesus. And mm-hmm. so if you ever get a chance, you can look it up online. I can put some links to resources in our show notes and yeah. to different reference references there uh, for b- biblical history. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is really an interesting location. Uh, we also went to like a carpet yeah. place and a pottery place. Yeah, where they make carpet and pottery and they kind of showed us around. They're both like, it's kind of this mix of they're stores, so they're trying to sell you pottery and sell you rugs and stuff. But they also kind of walk you through the process and teach you how things are made. And some of it's really cool and really unique. And we really enjoyed it. I don't. We didn't end up buying anything. Our friends did, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. It it was it was a good day. Yeah, it was it was a great day. And it was good for us to get away from the city for a little bit. And mm-hmm. um. We had a fun adventure trying to find like a rental car company because I was wanting to find one on this side that was close to us. And we were successful. And mostly we kind of we dreamed about like it just being like a block away that we can just walk a block and pick up the keys and head out. But it didn't work out that way. But it still actually worked out really well. Yeah. So, yeah. And so now we have a local company that we can actually rent a car from. Mm Um, and it wouldn't be too expensive. Yeah. And we stayed in a really nice hotel that was still pretty cheap because it's like the end of the the season and tourism is pretty down here anyway. Yeah. Over, overall, it was a really, it was a really great weekend. Yeah. Work. It was really enjoyable. I'm glad that we did that. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we'll probably do more things like that. Yeah. And we enjoyed being able to hang out with friends who we knew back in Iowa. Um, probably not the best, but it was just fun, like to see people who know you in a different context. Yeah. And it was fun to kind of show them that, like, what Turkey is like um, because it was their first time here. And Mm -hmm. they didn't necessarily know what to expect. And so to kind of give them a – like, just kind of show them, like, Turkey is – a it is a wonderful place. And um, it's not everything that you're hearing, like people hear in the news. And so to be able to show them that and for them to kind of see, like change their minds and to be able to see how beautiful this country is, was really fun. Yeah. It was a a great trip. Yeah. That's happened uh, since we last had our podcast. And then Mm -hmm. Turkey actually has its Republic day in October. And so. um, It's actually the same day that we will get our gas. No. That's actually Ataturk's Memorial Day. Oh, that's Memorial Day. Yeah. So that's the day to celebrate the death of 
on Turk. Hmm. That's a whole nother story. <laughs> but basically, the Republic Day for Turkey is in October, October 29th. I think. And what's really just fun about that day is that everyone, there's just a lot of patriotism here. And so everyone hangs a, not everyone, but a lot of people hang a Turkish flag over off their terrace or porch or window or, um, so just anywhere you look, you can always see a red flag or a flag with Ataturk's picture on it or, Mm -hmm. yeah. So it was, um, we heard that there were a lot, there was a lot going on, um, with just parades and people gathering and celebrating. And, um, we laid load that day. We didn't go out and go to any of the like big celebrations in the big areas. Um, but I did hear that a lot of that was going on and it seemed to be a really fun day for most people Mm -hmm. celebrating their country. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So that's kind of, been all that we've been doing um been eventful it's been changing um but it's also given us some routine it's been good yeah it has been good and i can say that we are moving on from survival phase would you say that yeah or do you think Uh, we're still in this like survival mode i go back and forth but yeah it's getting it's getting more like home slowly Yeah. yeah i think what did it this last I really think something has just shifted in this last week. And I, I am happy to contribute it to the curtains that we got in our <laughs> living room. Yeah, which we actually bought in Cushada set. Yeah. 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 It, it made our house feel like before our living room had just like this wall of windows. And so basically it was unusable at night unless we wanted everyone in the neighborhood to see what we were doing. And so now it feels like we have some privacy and have like an actual actual home. So that's nice. Yeah. yeah. There, it just changes the whole ambiance in our living and dining area. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I think things are getting... Things are getting a lot. They weren't bad, but they're getting like more just comfortable. They know? weren't bad. I think there was just the level of frustration and tension that we're st- we're still having to figure out so much, so many things, and so yeah. now it's starting to a le- level out a little bit. So. Yeah. Well, I think that's it for today. It's getting late. I need to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> that's Get up episode early. twenty. Yeah. It's, it's really fun that we've made it here. Yeah. To episode twenty. Yeah, so as always, feel free to go to our website, funktrembles.com slash podcast and see all of our past episodes in this one as well. And uh, you can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash funktravels or on Instagram at funktravels. And uh, we will see you around. <laughs>